0: This is the Straight From The Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your co-workers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello everybody. This is the Straight From The Net podcast. It's a podcast. It is a podcast. And guess what? I'm Jamie. And I'm Danielle. Yeah
1: welcome welcome (laughs) keep your hands and your feet at the boat
0: at all times (laughs) oh my goodness i just have to say today was like the first day that i woke up and i feel like myself again it's today was also the first day in the
1: weekend that i woke up and felt like myself again because we got the whole entire flu in my house a b and c
0: not I never egg. knew they had all those. Apparently, there's like four different types of flu strands. A, B, C, that. and
1: D. I thought I had that car- carnivosis or whatever it is. Oh, give me a I swear to God, I had that Asian
0: flu. They are really trying to scare us, like Ebola. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, shit. It, this is how we get the zombies. Like, Ebola's here. Well, that's and what, I what I thought it was. Because they, they call it a car- carnivorous or something. And I'm like, I'm like can- no,
1: it's like carnivorous can- or something. I don't know. But I, it sounded like I was like, oh, my God like carnivore is this the zombie flu like <laughs> are, is this it
0: is it time <laughs> is, this, is this what it is um no i mean i threw my back out it started on friday and it was awful and i'm still like a little because what's today?
1: today the 26th is the 26th this is episode oh. 30 is this episode thirty?
0: Oh my god, is it? It might be. I think it's episode thirty. It is. I
1: Holy imagine. shit, thirty episodes, people. We're gonna throw a
0: party? Not really. No, uh, not really. <laughs> um, yeah, but no. I woke up today. I was like, oh my god, like I'm ready to like get my goals. I'm ready to like do my thing. I'm getting ready to go back to school. Like finish up my uh your appraiser thing. My appraising. Yeah, like I'm just like welcome back. back. Yeah, there she is. fuck! yeah girl welcome back bitch i've missed you i know <laughs> i think it, it's been like what two months now I'm like fuck me get a life and i'm like all right i'm back it's happening it's it's all good we're here um if i can only get my back to kind of like get it together but i'm going out on a date tonight with my son
1: uh, i know well, you so got a really I, I, I excited then
0: i remember oh, Christopher. <laughs> yeah no, it was, i know i'm like the way i guess i kind of set it up wrong but my son was like mom do you want to go out to dinner and i'm like well, yes, I do, son. Like, <laughs> like, how lucky am I right now? So we're going to uh, go get some dinner, and then we're going to go see the Bad Boys movie, and I'm, like, pretty excited about that.
1: I'm going to go get some gas after I leave here. Because
0: <laughs> you didn't get gas I'm, on the way over. Because I didn't get gas
1: on the way over. I was, I was talking to my sister. Um, She's fun, you know, Carrie. It's nothing much for Carrie Corner. This, it hasn't been much for Carrie Corner anyway because she's trying to, like – get her shit together and in getting her shit together I'm losing valuable podcast commentary. <laughs>
0: How dare and I'm you Gary? Like, can, can,
1: can you fucking
0: have a crisis? Like could you? You only think about yourself. Right? You don't think about our podcast. I'm so proud of her. That the tea that, she, that we have to spill. She's, she's
1: doing really good and we're just we're hoping it stays that way.
0: <laughs> you try trying to make it sound like she- She's mental or something. Like she's finally on her meds.
1: Like no, are you no, doing? no. She's just she's Poor Carrie. She's working on herself, and I think that's fantastic. And I think everybody needs to take time and work on themselves. But meanwhile, yeah, there's nothing super fun and exciting coming from her, and that's not fun. Well, it yeah. is. It's fun. It's not. It's fun for her. But it's not good commentary, because I loved Carrie Corner, because there was always something I could talk about with Carrie. And Carrie's
0: so funny, because she's like, whatever, I don't give a shit.
1: She doesn't. She's she literally like, doesn't
0: care. She's like, oh, you guys are talking about me today. And she'd be <laughs> like, yeah, she, she just said you were completely crazy. And she's like, well, you're still talking about me. Yeah, I've been on the radio in New York. <laughs> I love it. I know. I love it, though. She's just like, whatever. But so your sister's single. I'm yes. single. You attract the same type of men.
1: Apparently. You guys are one in the same. Like I I, I have to look who posts the, the crazy memes. Like because if Carrie posts something, you're like, fuck yeah, right, I like that. I feel your pain, <laughs> bitch. That guy, girl. And then you'll post some, all. you'll post something and Carrie's like, I wish I could like this a thousand times
0: <laughs> And I'm like I'll like it for the both of you. <coughs> well, the funny thing is, is it's almost like these dating sites know. When you're ready to start over. Except I, for Asian singles because well, they've they,
1: been emailing me for years and <laughs> I haven't been single. And I don't want to date an Asian man because I have a black man at home. So maybe <laughs> maybe at a later
0: date if things don't work out, Asian singles, but calm your tits. I, yeah, well, my I didn't get any of that. Like, I had a shitload of men in my inbox. And that slowed down a little bit, but I still get quite a few. Right. And I just sort of leave them in there now. Or whatever, I'd be like, oh, guess who's in my inbox now? And you're like, who is it now? I'm like, this motherfucker. And then I'm,
1: like, stalking him on Facebook. So just know those of you that are in Danielle's inbox, she shares that shit with me, and then I stalk you and judge you.
0: (laughs) Well, okay, so the one thing, I just got to talk about the one thing, because I don't know if girls even notice this or not, and I never noticed it before. So one guy lands in the inbox, and we have, like, mutual friends. So I ask him, like, oh, do you know this certain, how do you know this certain person? Because we grew up with him. Right. And it's so funny because it's like it's this one guy named Jimmy that we all grew up with and he fucking knows everybody, too. He's like, he's also the mayor. Yeah. Or whatever. So I'm like, well, how did you know him? And he's like, oh, we grew up together. I was like, me, too. But I don't know who you are. You know what I mean? Like, we all grew up on Smalley's Damn Road. Like, where'd you grow up? You know what I mean? So I did actually like say hi to him just because we had so many people in common, like bank shots, Stanton people. Like, I mean, just but all kinds of people. So he had like a really good mix in there. So I was like, I'll talk to him for a minute. And then he got like weird, and he was like, "I just, I know so many people. It's like, it's so annoying. Everywhere I go, I, like people just know me." And I'm like, "All right, that was fun. <laughs> I'm like, check that one off." Like, oh, I oh, now. love the fact that Paco knows everybody. Well, this guy, it was like, like we get treated retarded. like Paco knows oh my restaurant owners. I'm so sorry.
1: Paco knows restaurant owners. We never, if we go to a restaurant where one of his friends work or know some, we never have to wait for shit. Like, we don't have to wait for a table. (laughs) Paco and I, second date, we went to a wedding. And we were down in the um, Smyrna area. Mm -hmm. And his friend owned a strip club down there. And they were like, come on in. You don't have to pay the cover. Send the VIP. And I'm like, yeah. What's the strip club in Smyrna? It was called, like, Crazy Eights or something. I don't think it's there anymore. Hmm. But, but yeah, there was a strip club down there. And we just got in. And I got a free lap dance. Like, (laughs) it was (laughs) great. Like, Paco knows everybody. We never have to wait for shit.
0: Well, this guy just was, like, it was weird. It was, like, he was trying to come off humble, but he just sounded like a moron. Yeah. And I was, like, I'm, like, that's the weirdest fucking thing to say. And, you know, me, like, I have no filter. So, the first thing I say to him is, that's a really fucking weird thing to say, dude. Like, seriously. He was, like, oh, well, you know. And I was, like, all right, let me see. So, you go in and you're, like, his info. And you're looking at his info. And then you scroll down, and it's, like, um, following and remember I showed you, remember following, following, and they were a shitload of girls. It yep. must have been a hundred plus girls. All the bitches. And they were local girls. So it wasn't like gorgeous ladies of wrestling or like, you know, whatever it was. They were, he was like stalking like hundreds of women, like locally. I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm out. Oh, and you're D. So you're at the top of the list. I guess so. <laughs> if
1: he's going chronologically. I know. I guess he's just
0: like working his way through. I don't know. But I was like, Ew. Like some like ladies, next time a guy hits you up, go check and see if they're following and they're stalking everybody locally. Like as I start looking at them, I'm like well, you know who's this? And they're all in Delaware or like really close by, and you're like, ew, what the fuck? So that was just very very odd. But the point in case was, it was like you know I wasn't really ready right to date, and I'm kind of like I'm at a point now. I'm like, eh, it happened. If it happens, I don't, You know what I mean? Who gives a fuck? Like. I'm really worried about making sure I can get like my schooling done for my praising and all that stuff. Like I just, I want to get that done. I have projects that I'm working on. I'm not really worried about men right now, but if something comes up, it comes up and you know, yay is me. Right. The thing that I find is funny is that the whole time in these last couple of months, not a single solitary dating site has popped up into my feed whatsoever. None. It's like they know when you're ready to meet someone and they're like, it's about a couple months. It's like two months. Right. <laughs> it's like two months later. She's ready, and they start piling up, and they're like plenty of fish, match Zeus or whatever. I mean, tons of them, all of them. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like every single one. They're all sponsored and everything. The funny thing is, is that I did it a couple years ago, like years and years. Actually, it's not a couple. It's couples too. It was probably like five or six years ago. I remember when we all were doing it. And I lasted like two weeks. Right, and we had the we had the chat room with the, all the dick pics. Yeah, all the dick pics. I couldn't handle it. Right, so. All these women, I'm like looking at the comments because there's not a shot in hell. I just I can't bring myself to ever go on a dating site again, ever. And and thankfully I read some of these things and this is what it was like. Jason is an actor. This man does not exist. So they're talking about like Jason seven miles away. Whatever these pictures. And then it says, uh, trust me when I tell you that dating sites are just a bunch of guys that nobody wants. <laughs> And then this woman goes, faithful? I doubt that very much. And they're like, like a needle in the haystack. And then people were going on and on talking about, yeah, like the men that are, you know, just recently separated from their wife or they're all mentally fucked up and all this stuff. Like, it just kept going and going. And I wanted to find it so bad because it was so funny because that's so true. So, like, we talked about it before where we're like, men need to be men. And when I kind of sort of glossed over at the time for whatever reason was, yes, I want them to have, like, a decent job. Yes, I would like them to have their, you know, so-called shit together. But they also need to know how to treat you. They need to not lie. They also need to be loyal. You know what I mean? They need to know how to, like, take care of you and, and want to take care of you. And not necessarily financially, but your well-being. You know, that's what a good man does. A good man, if you want us to stop being more manly and they need to be more manly, they have to be able to take care of the household. You know what I mean? Come home and kind of be like men but take care of their women. I agree, you know, I got 99 problems and that ain't one. (laughs) That's what I mean. I mean, but so for like somebody like me, it's important, you know what I mean? To feel like my well-being is cared about. Like I would rather know that I can always count on you and I can trust you and I can count on you to show up, you know what I mean, at the end of the day. So before some of those things, it was like, you know, it was just kind of angry and a little, whatever, but it still stands. Like, you know what I mean? Take care of yourself, you know what I mean? Care about yourself enough. Before you go and get into somebody, a relationship with somebody else and drag them down and lie to them and be disloyal and, you know, all those things, you know what I mean? And it's like you come on strong and you're, like, Mr., you know, the best thing in the world, but then you turn into this fucking nightmare. You know what I mean? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that, you know? But, so it's like, be a man. But the funny, that's, it was just so funny to me that all these women are, like, and they go into talking about that. Like, these men are, like, fucked up on these dating sites and it doesn't matter which one you're on, they're all fuckered up, Right. But then there was this one, and it, I guess it was um, Dating in Uniform or something. So mm-hmm. that was another one you could do, Dating in Uniform. You should
1: do that one, because you love a fucking cop. But please keep in I mind really that the, like dom- cops, the domestic though. violence rate in cops is 50% higher than it is in any other job. Well, I just, I think I like the idea of of it, right? Like that would stress you out. Every time you walked out the door, that would stress you all the way the fuck out
0: it wouldn't necessarily stress me all the way because my brother's a police officer so I get it and I did meet Eric uh-huh you know what I mean so I was talking to him for a little bit and you know he's a police officer or whatever but you just they get there's like this weird thing about it and maybe it was because like I was a nurse in my past life and it's like nursing cops are just supposed to like I don't know maybe necessarily go together but it was just like I don't know like and I thought at first I was like oh god he's a cop I'm talking to a cop I got like all excited about it or whatever but then I'm like talking to him, I'm like I'm not interested in you at all and, I, and then I was like, well, maybe it's just because I'm not ready. You know what I mean? Because you don't just, like, stop loving somebody, you know, just that second. Like, that just takes you a while to kind of, like, move yeah. on from it. So I kind of thought at first, eh, it's just, you know, whatever. But then I was like, no, I'm just really uninterested and I really don't care. I don't know. And and now I think I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's whatever. I'm, like, just kind of where I'm at. But this guy posted something and it was so fucking funny. I had to, like, put it out. It said... Have you ever said, fuck the police? Well, now's your chance, ladies. Like, it was so funny. I know, and he's so cute. And, and he is, You he's know cute. he's got a great yeah. sense
1: of humor. So, so that's that a That was big really thing. funny. Mm-hmm. That is a big thing. Fellas, if you can make your lady laugh, that is such a big it turn is.
0: on. Yes. I'm telling you what. Like, I've dated some really, like, decent guys, like, in the past, and they didn't work out for whatever reason. And most of them, like, if you would look at them, they wouldn't be like, oh, God, he's so fucking hot. No. He was probably, like, dude bod and not all that great looking. But he made me laugh like all the time. Right, like and I have like this great personality. I'm very fortunate because I
1: I am surrounded by a gaggle of guys that are just a funny. gaggle of guys. They're I love a, it. they're a whole gaggle. Like Paco makes me laugh every day, and then I have Fitz, and I have Lester, and I have Mikey, and they all make me laugh. They get on my fucking nerves, mm-hmm. but they make me laugh, and I love all these men, not sexually, just Paco. I oh, know, <laughs> I know, I know what you meant. But I love all these men, and I'm so lucky to have them in my life, and the main reason that I was so attracted to this group of people when I was 20 years ago and then I got out of my relationship and found them again is mm-hmm. because I was so sad and they have a way of taking you into the fold. Right, and making you feel better. Yeah, because you're mm-hmm. definitely, you're
0: getting pulled in. Can you feel yourself getting pulled into that oh fold? Oh, my God. Mikey <laughs> is like, oh, my God. You know, it's so funny because it was like before I made that one post, <laughs> I was like, Mikey hasn't been setting anything. Like, you know, usually he's like right on me, like right on rice. me. And if yes. I make one mistake, he's like, ta-ta-ta. I can't wait to tell you about everything you're doing wrong. And he hasn't. And I was like, I wonder where the hell, like, yeah, there he is. There is. pop back up. Um, but then the other thing I found, too, I, I was like, this is so fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> the audacity of this goddamn website. And it's called Wiccan Brew.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Apparently we've been doing it wrong the whole time. Yeah, we've
0: been doing it wrong this whole time, ladies. This entire time. All we needed to know was a Wiccan we needed to know someone who was Wiccan. I know a Wiccan, and Lori has never been like, girl, let me cast this spell on your man for well, you. Well, she's wrong
1: for <laughs> that thing. Actually, she's not Wiccan. She's pagan, so. Uh, you know what?
0: I think Jen Burnett is. I think she might be. A Wiccan? Wiccan? I think she might be. Well, Jen Burnett, no, if you... No, I know. better call her. I'm going to have to say, what's going on, girl? Like, you should have been putting spells on me, because this is bullshit. You see, the shit I've been going through, it's all your fault. You would have just did this. So this is what they say. With these love spells... You can begin to attract true love into your life, return a lost lover, or remove problems within your existing relationship. Well, shit! Can you get a name change? <laughs> like, I don't even care at this point if I get a name change anymore. I'm just like, whatever. It's fucking exhausting. But I'm just like, you know what? If I would have just... And it says shop now. Shop now. To get now. a return lost lover spell. Bitch, if I walk in this return house here. and there's a bunch of crystals laying around you... <laughs>
1: The rock garden where Lost Wiccans put their fucking crystals. Lost
0: Wiccans. I mean, it even says it. Like, it, it's one of those things. that's sponsored. So, like, if you were, like, to scroll over, you get to see Shop Now for Return Lost Lover. Shop Now to remove your relationship problems. Shop Now to get true love. But I'm thinking, if I only shopped now, right. I would have had true love so long ago.
1: Yeah, well, yesterday I shopped now, got a $2 Powerball ticket, and guess who didn't get a single fucking
0: number? This bitch. <laughs> Well, that's because you didn't go to Wick and Brew. I bet you they have a fucking spell for that shit too. They probably do. <clears throat> I just thought that was the funniest thing in the world. We're like, we are doing it all wrong. All Bless wrong. Bless you, Laney. Damn it all to hell. Why did I not look into this before? Do you want to hear about somebody else doing it all wrong? <laughs> of course please take me out of my misery because this stuff is fucking awful they really do kind of like take over you like when they they, know you're single i'm gonna have to just change it to nothing so they like everybody just leaves me the fuck alone
1: so um speaking of men who are full of shit (laughs) this is from life.share.com i actually have a few things from them this week they're a fucking hot mess (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, we'll a man like a man, shoves a 20 inch eel up his anus after a friend says it's the best way to cure constipation what? This he can't be real he nearly dies this can't, so no, it doesn't take a, it, this is what the article says it doesn't take a lot of common sense to know that sticking a live eel or a dead one for that matter up one's backside is not a good idea but Louis a grown adult man from China oh, LIU so I'm guessing LiU I don't know. Liu. 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 I don't know. Liu. China names fuck me up. <laughs> um, don't
0: say China names. Oh my a, God. Grown,
1: <laughs> a grown adult man from China decided to find out the hard way, and it almost proved fatal. The 49 year old man from Baiyun, the Baiyun district of Gunazhao, capital of South China's Gunadong.
0: <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Just excuse me while I'm just remaining like 12 hosp- years old over here.
1: But had to be rushed to the <laughs> hospital with the, where the eel was successfully removed according to report by The Sun. But
0: how would he even get it in there?
1: I don't know. Lao sought medical advice from his friends after suffering constipation and they suggested he followed the folklore method of curing constipation by shoving a live eel up his, up one's anus. Instead of seeking medical advice or even a second opinion, he went ahead with his friend's suggestion. He admitted to himself that the hospital, after experiencing intense stomach pain, after admitting to himself, refused to tell doctors that he had shoved a 20-inch eel up his anus. He was embarrassed? Doctors at the hospital said he came complaining of severe stomach pain and said nothing more. He was rushed to the operation theater where emergency surgery was conducted and the doctors were shocked to find a a one-and-a-half-inch-thick eel inside his stomach. What? Yep. Doctor Dr. Zhao Zirong, who operated on Louis, said, We opened up his stomach and saw the eel amongst his feces and food debris. He also suffered a punctured pancreas. The doctors found that the eel had torn through his intestines and damaged his stomach, almost killing him in the process. And this is how big a 20-inch eel is.
0: Hold on, let me put my glasses back on.
1: You might want to look at that. Oh my god. That's a big-ass eel. The doctor said eels were effective burrowers <laughs> and that it was maximi- it had maximized the damage. Asian swamp eels have a scaleless and slender body, allowing them to move in waves and burrow efficiently. Their teeth appear like bristles, and they have a V-shaped gill located beneath the head. said the doctor the doctor said lou would have died had he been operated on any later due to a blockage when he was when he asked the patient after surgery he said the eel swam up by itself but he later admitted that he put it there while following a folk remedy for bowel obstruction said Zirong. the doctor warned those inclined to follow the folklore method of curing constipation that the home remedy was never effective and was not rooted by any scientific basis the what? end. Moral of the story is we have talked about not putting your dick in things.
0: <laughs> Don't shove things up your butt. Yeah, because somebody said something about like doctors were telling women not to stick um, popsicles
1: up oh, their vajayjays. Yes, it's not. Or toothpaste. There was one about toothpaste. Oh, now that we all learned that, that, learned that shoving eels up one's backside doesn't work, there are a few remedies that you could try for constipation.
0: Well, I have
1: one. I know. That's why I finished (laughs) it.
0: You're like, I wanted to give you a nice segue. No, I guess. That was a segue, bitches. How did he stick that up there? I don't know. Like, you know, how do you like, because it's like. like, Is it slimy
1: enough that where you don't have to lube it up? Or do you still have to like shove some, it's head in like some Vaseline and be like, okay, go ahead. (laughs) I don't know. But it's not like. Maybe he had to. Like a pee pee. Uh, Right. It was only an inch and a half thick, though.
0: An inch and a half is pretty girthy, honey. That is a nice size poopy dupe. You probably need to go get a poop knife. But probably it up. Probably <laughs> need a poop knife after that. But maybe he used the butt plug. Well, but like how did he get it? to Maybe he used the butt plug, plug
1: and had his, his and prepped himself. I don't know. Like I didn't ask. I don't even know if that article is real. <laughs> like I just thought it was <laughs> like, funny and decided to give you a good segue, which you ruined by going on this tangent. Well, I'm just trying to think.
0: I'm like, cause what
1: back the shit? we're gonna I back know, it, how I it up. Do it. And there are other remedies out there. (laughs) Danielle, (laughs) go.
0: So, a friend uh, posted this last night. And this is a true,
1: this story is everything, especially if you had weight loss
0: surgery. This story is legit true. Weight loss surgery and when you go in for a colonoscopy. Yes. So, a couple years ago, I had to go in for a colonoscopy because at the time, they were trying to figure out why I was having, like, some of the problems that I was having. And come to find out, I had GERD. Like, GERD, like, ruined my life. Everybody's like, oh, acid reflux. No big deal. That's just me. No. It'll fuck your whole day up when it gets to GERD. So, I went through a hell. But, anyway. So, I had to go in and get an EGD done. And I had to get a colonoscopy done. And I had to take magnesium citrate. That shit. Plus some other shit, too. I can't even remember what the other thing was. But it was a lot of accidents. Miralax. Like, it was Miralax. Yeah. I mean, it was... Awful! Oh, my God. Like, when I tell you, by the time they wheeled me in, my asshole hurt so bad. I was in tears. Uh-huh. And I could not stop shitting. Like, yeah. and it wasn't even shit. It was just, like, water, water at that point. And it hurt so bad. I mean, I was, like, in tears. Like, can you please just come on? But anyway. So, somebody posted, like, this thing. Like, you know what time it is when you're doing this. And it's a bottle. And it's a picture of the magnesium citrate. Well, somebody gave a blow-by-blow on what to expect when you do this. Yes. It's the funniest fucking thing ever. So I'm gonna read it to it's you. It's the truest thing ever. It is the truest thing ever. I have so. to do it once a month. Like oh god, because you know
1: I have those problems where I, I can't poop all imagine. the time. So I oh do it god. like once a month.
0: What? Yep. Once a month. That to not with you at least once a week when you're taking a dump and you're like talking to me. Yeah,
1: but when it gets bad and I don't go for four or five days, I have to do it.
0: I, no, I, I'm sure you do. I just like, I don't take imagine. the full battle, though. I only take like. Three or, four, three or four swigs. and Yeah, and then and it's like one popping. Yeah. Okay, that's good then. Well, this is, what happens when you drink a 10-ounce of magnesium citrate. I'm glad you asked. 12:05 p.m., it's time. You shotgun a 10-ounce bottle like it's a lukewarm PBR, and you don't want to be a pussy in front of your older brother's friends. <laughs> it's supposed to be grape flavor, but it's becoming quite clear that whoever led the R&D team that day has never actually tasted anything grape in their entire life. You're already regretting this decision. I like lemon lime. That's a, the picture is—a lemon lime. 12.06 p.m. You deep throat a cupcake like you've been saving it for the apocalypse because let's face it, that time is here. It's going to turn to liquid form before it even clears your throat, but you don't care. All is right in the world at this moment. Hold on to that. You're, you're about to enter a very dark period in your life. 12.37 <laughs> p.m. First side of life. The pressure is growing. You already had five pounds of impacted shit in your colon and you basically just drank the safe for humans version of Drano. You feel a poop coming on finally. You think it's time. You're wrong. You get a little snake turd as a teaser. A <laughs> snake turd. When I read that last night, I was living so hard. little snake turd. <laughs> Take note. This is the last semi-solid thing you will see leaving your body for the next 24 hours. That is the truest fucking truth of all time. p.m. That little science experiment you got cooking is about to reach its boiling point. Your stomach is angry now. It hates you. You can feel it. You have exactly .3 seconds to make it to the nearest toilet, but you can't run. Never run. You pray to God (laughs) there is enough elasticity in your butthole to keep the gates closed. Five more steps as you start to preemptively undo your fantasy. Valuable time. Almost there. Three, two, one. 12.58 Sweet Mary, mother of God, is this real life? Your, bar- your cheeks barely hit the seat and all hell breaks loose. The shit water mixture you just created comes out with such force that it actually sprays the back of the toilet bowl at a 45 degree angle. That's, that's deflecting it in every direction but down. Is that blood? False alarm. That's just the remnants of a cherry pie you ate at Thanksgiving when you were five. The smell is horrid. The sound is frightening. <laughs> you try to clench what's left of your asshole to soften the blow, but it's not working. The whole house just heard your liquid shit fart as <laughs> it gurgled out of your ass. Danielle's
1: losing her shit. She She's not composed <laughs> at all reading this. Because
0: I remember going through this. And I was like, oh my god. All I can remember is like, thank freaking god. Like, my boyfriend at the time was not anywhere near that because we would have been over then way before we were. <laughs> like, it was so bad. <coughs> Holy shit. And all I kept saying was, thank God he's not here. All right. 106 p.m. to 830 p.m. <laughs> That's seven and a half hours later. Everything's a blur. You have shit out of everything you have ever eaten. Or you have shit out everything you have ever eaten since the day you were born. Everything your ancestors have ever eaten since the early 1800s, and your asshole now feels like you have a flaming hot Cheeto and the tears of a thousand jalapeno seeds stuck, <laughs> stuck in it. I can lose my shit. <laughs> I okay. don't even know why. I don't even know why. So- no, you can't. People are going to be like, I could not hear half the stuff you were saying. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm doing all right. But I just keep thinking about it because it, it does. It does feel like it's flaming hot Cheeto and a thousand jalapeno seats. Since you're now curled up in the bathtub, early, or uh, ugly crying because you have to remain within arm's reach of the toilet at all times. You have the poop sweats. You meet Jesus. 8.37 <laughs> PM. Your family will never be able to unsee the things they've seen in the last eight hours. You're broken. Your asshole's broken. Your spirit's broken. Life as you know it will never be the same, but tomorrow's a new day. You're gonna wake up, throw on the only remaining pair of underwear you have that doesn't have a shit stain on it. <laughs> and you're gonna run up to Target with the last shred of dignity you have left and buy yourself a new toilet breast because you've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. It. Oh my god.
1: Danielle. <laughs> Danielle's easily amused. Oh, that's sure. why we're friends, because I easily amuse the fuck out of her.
0: <laughs> Apparently. It just takes us talking about magnesium citrate, and, like, that's it. <coughs> Look, oh I, I have a friend. Kira's, Kira oh, introduced shit. me
1: to Sean Lafferty's, oh, I shouldn't say his last name. Oh, too late. We've already, we're just ourselves over now. But his wife, Mel, loves <coughs> anything to do with poop. Oh, really? Anything, like, she is obsessed with poop she's obsessed with it she loves it
0: does she yeah oh my god that's so funny
1: so like you said earlier uh, this is how i'm going to segue into this (laughs) okay Uh, you said thank god that my boyfriend that was around was not around because we would have been over before that Uh so apparently january is the breakup month ah
0: well there you go we We did
1: it way too soon divorce attorneys (laughs) have long acknowledged january and february among their most bountiful months for acquiring new clients what is this again for what for the, it's the breakup month. I know but when do they who is it gaining the clients? Lawyers. Who? Divorce oh, attorneys really? have long acknowledged January and February of a, are among their most bountiful months according for acquiring new clients.
0: You know why? It's because they've already fucking hated their guts that whole goddamn year because they drove them crazy and they're like, you know what, I just got to get through the holidays and the holidays were the biggest shit show and they're like, you know what, now you got to fucking go, motherfucker. Cold temperatures aren't
1: the only thing frosty about January. It's also widely known as the breakup month because more couples split up during that month than any other time of year. Divorce attorneys have long acknowledged January and February are among their most bountiful months for acquiring new clients. Bountiful. Not all of these unhappy souls immediately file for divorce, however. Many of them hold off until May or June before taking that step, perhaps out of the desire to not disrupt not disrupt their ch- children's schooling. Uh, that makes sense. Yet yeah, it is only one mar. it's o- it's not only married folks who need fear the January freeze out. Couples in dating or la- live-in relationships also tend to get their separate ways. More often in January than any other month. Many unhappy happy couples are uncoupled in January, the first month of the year, because their final breakups have been put off until that time. Like you said, after the holidays. Mm-hmm. Often they take place between Thanksgiving and New Year's. a period during which the couple, who likely would otherwise have called it quits, decide to stay together through the holidays. Mm-hmm. January, therefore, racks up not only all the up- unpairings that normally would have occurred, but it also but also many of those mid-November and through December. People are reluctant reluctant to end unhappy relationships just prior or during the holiday season for the variety of reasons. No one wants to be, a nobody, nobody wants to be thought of as a Grinch. The person who lowered the boom on an unsuspecting romantic partner at what was supposed to be the happiest time of the year, other holidays factors also come into play, such as the air travel to see kithing, what is a kith? kith, and kin, already haven't been booked and paid for or lack of desire to explain to family and friends at the holidays feast what happened. Yep. Mm. That that makes sense too. Yeah, that does because
0: it's like, oh God. Some
1: couples even stay together because they don't <coughs> want me. to face the holidays alone. In their minds at least, it's better to have someone to take the ho- to holiday parties and family gatherings than it would be to show up on their own. Gifts also factor in. Both of these already purchased and wrapped and they're meant to be are meant for the soon-to-be departing. And those ones that are the ones doing the breakup expect to receive a gift, too. <laughs> Kathy. Someone <laughs> looking forward to getting a, getting a Wii or a PlayStation for Christmas may, may exam, for example, delay ending until the hope for the goodie is in their hands. Ew. That's ignorant. Couples that have children will tend to attempt to reserve, preserve through the holidays the illusion oh, they are yeah. happy out of desire not to ruin that time of year for the little ones. Beyond mm-hmm. this, just wrecking, particularly Christmas, if you want to risk linking the decorating of festivity cookies with mom and dad announcing their divorce, that, that's good too. Or trying, to, trying the joy of pre- opening presents or, or a Christmas morning with the memory of the last big fight before one's parents moved out. Mm, yeah. There also lurks in many of the enduring belief in Christmas miracle, that special moment when two people have been having problems getting along suddenly realize how much they love each other. Television shows don't help this.
0: like hallmark christmas shows beyond
1: the relationship freeze that works at works to add some november's and most of december's partings to the first month of new year's and that's january um also experts also experts its own special influence the start of the new year puts people in a relative oh they people are in better moods at the beginning of the new year new year new me bullshit and last of all, the holidays with additional family and financial stress sometimes prove to be the straw that snaps the camel's back. Christmas, mm. al- Christmas often highlights the flaws in a relationship, sharpening rather than smoothing the rocks. A relationship is, a, is founder, foundering upon. And people tend to break up in relationships right before Valentine's Day, so they don't have to buy a gift.
0: <gasps> oh my god! I added that part, because that's what I think it is. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> No, I know. Going through the holidays this year sucked so bad. I was like, oh, my God. And then, like, I went to my aunt's house. And we always go to my aunt's house on Christmas Eve. And, like, everybody's there. Like, all my mom's side of the family is down there. And so everybody's like, where's so-and-so? Where's so-and-so? How's so-and-so? And And you have to be like, oh, well, you know, we broke up. (gasps) Oh, God, why? See, my family's not like that at all. are you okay? First of all, if I break up with
1: somebody the whole family knows like from the door. They know before I do it. I I pre-warn everybody. I'm like, look. Well, my mom and
0: dad know. My brother know. You, Beth, Kathy. Oh, no. I will will put out a family fucking wide email. Oh my God, really? Yeah. I wasn't going to do that to like my grandfather and like my step-grandmom and you know, I think my Aunt Donna, my Aunt Donna did know because I'm sure my grandma must have told her or something so I think she knew but like, you know, everybody else that was kind of down there were like, "Eh, I mean these are like older people too by the way just remember like they're older older people and i was like yeah and they're like oh what happened just and then you're like oh it just didn't work out you know what i mean because you don't want to be like have a seat you go smoke because we're gonna need to smoke on this one you need a drink too you're probably gonna want to when we're done
1: you see what I'm saying? Well, if you're missing your ex too bad, five minute crafts is fucking hysterical. If five minutes oh crafts my is this thing on, they like do little videos on Facebook. Everybody knows what five minutes crafts is. Mm-hmm. Um, there there's always a video popping up in somebody's feed that they at some point they share. So um, Brandon Ferris is this popular YouTuber. I I think he's adorable. He's so funny. Right. Um, he's very down to earth, and he was going through. These, this video of the five minute hacks and there's one where it says if you miss ow. your ex oh my God. and say they have like ow, a shirt
0: ow. oh God, sorry my back sorry <laughs> sorry. I was trying to like sit up real quick so uh, say
1: you, you leave somebody and they you think everything's out of the house but then you find like a shirt or something that your ex wore and it still smells like them well in the video a guy had found a skirt and a pair of white tights and he takes the fluff out of the pillow fills the tights And then sews them to where it looks like somebody sitting with their legs, like, tucked under them. And then he puts the skirt on the tights, and he (laughs) lays down on it. Oh, my God.
0: He lays his
1: head down on it. And I'm going to go ahead and share that to the page now so you guys can see what I'm talking about. So, he lays down on it. On the lap, and he, it's like he's he's with his ex. you I'm sorry oh right God. now you hear Brandon Ferris in the background. Um <laughs> Sharon page
0: straight from the net. And I was asking you when you told me about it. I'm like, is that one of those things where it's like a joke? And you're like, I don't think so. no, no, time no five minute crafts. I
1: think they really do try to be legit about what they're doing, mm-hmm. but it always turns out corny and stupid. Like if they, and they cut up these bras like. Five Minute Crafts, you could always see a, find some, they're always cutting up a brand new bra.
0: Why? They're so I don't expensive. know. They're
1: always like making shit out of t-shirts and things like, oh, your whole, you ripped a hole in your shirt, do this and save money. But they're ridiculous. And I don't know where they're out of Five Minute Crafts, but they never speak. So I don't know what country it's out of, but they are fucking nuts. I have a Florida one for you. Oh, I love Florida ones. As soon
0: as I see Florida ones for you, I'm like, yes, today's the day. Today is the day. Yeah, this is from um, Maven Roundtable. Dot something or other. It's called the Intellectualist. Is I guess the website the Intellectual Intellectualist? <laughs> Excuse me. What the hell? Why do I have all this phlegm all of a sudden? So it
1: never fails. Our our, our podcast, podcast brings is always it out. Full of of coughs.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, but I'm like phlegmy Flemerson over here. I apologize. So it says. Florida Man Threatens to Conquer Planet Earth with His Army of Turtles. I did say that one. And this was from May, though. So it's it's almost a year old. I didn't read it, though, so I'm excited to
1: hear about it. Oh, well, here it goes.
0: You're getting ready to just rock your world.
1: I'm so excited. <laughs> okay.
0: So, according to local news outlet WKMG, at least seven calls about disturbances near Starbucks Coffee, Sir Fanista Cafe, and Sassy's Sassy granny smoothies on North Miramar Avenue were made to law enforcement officials. A 61-year-old man, Thomas Devaney Lane, went with an officer to the police department, where he screamed and pounded on the walls and glass in the lobby. Lane left, or later left the situation or the station, but was later located again at 7-Eleven on Fifth Avenue. And uh, as an officer stood nearby and watched, Lane called and told 911, I need to leave now or you will be sorry. You will all fucking be sorry. I'm a saint. The police stated Lane refused to leave his car. So an officer forcibly removed and arrested him. And then you got to like click on this thing and it's for uh, click dot com is like where like the real story is like on and popping. Uh-huh. So. Please say, oh, my God, where the hell is the rest of it? I guess that was kind of it. Oh, my God. Is that it? Like, they gave the booking image, and that was it, but they didn't say, like, he. they don't get into it where he says. Where Where is his army of turtles? I don't know. There's no something. Well, this is just, just just awful.
1: Note to self, we should read the articles before we. We might
0: need to. I thought there was going to be more there. They don't even talk about where he says that they want to, like. Man accused of screaming obscenities and mis and misusing nine one one. I guess that's what he was doing. Oh, he was calling nine one one. Oh, okay. That's what it was. So he was calling nine one one around these sites, like from where he was. He was in all these stores. Okay, got it. Now I'm so sorry about that, people. But I was like so sad for a second. I'm glad you. No. Okay. So this one's at the top. So they must have taken like a portion at the bottom and put it on that one in order for. Okay. So it says a man yelling obscenities, calling himself a saint and threatening to send his turtle army to destroy everyone has been arrested, according to a affidavit from the uh, Indian Atlantic Police Department.
1: Are they Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles?
0: I don't know. I guess so. But then, see, that part is what the other place uh. missed, so that's what it was. And I guess he just wouldn't stop calling 911, so they finally had to place him under arrest. For the record, I would
1: love to see somebody's army of turtles because how cute would that be? Those little turtles slowly march in with their little, like, Flags and, and little plastic guns. Nothing plastic, though, because that's killing the turtles. <laughs> Turtle safety is a big thing.
0: It is a big thing.
1: So, speaking of being a saint. <laughs> okay. So, this. This is from, again, life.shared.com. Oh, boy. That was a big one for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, white conservative Christians are praying to uh. God. Asking him to expose Michelle Michelle Obama as trans.
0: Jesus Christmas.
1: The radio show catering to white evangelical evangelical Christians asked God to expose the corruption of the Obamas. Why do the Christians hate the Obamas so much, man? God is busy shaking his head as white evangel evangelical Christians. Sorry, that's a lot. That's a mouthful. Peddle one conspiracy after another. The latest conspiracy from Fake News Factory is the former First Lady Michelle Obama is a transgender woman who uh, goes by the name Michael. According to a report by LGBTQ Nation, it wasn't the only false claim on the radio show hosted by Francine Fosdick. Well, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) Fosdick. (laughs) The right-wing conspiracy theory theorist has a field day at the expense of the Obamas for Fosdick's show up front in the prophetic during a recent broadcast on her show Francine Fosdick held that held what she described as a prayer call but it was just an onslaught on the Obamas she called an called on an intercessor named JB oh fuck oh there you go to address the audience during the prayer call and an intercessor is someone who prays to God on behalf of another person because God apparently only listens to them. What? <gasps> Jamie went on to ask God to expose Obama's child trafficking and Michelle Obama's gender. I'm asking you, Father, that the general public would see all of these, all of the stealing and all of the dirty things that Obama has been involved <sighs> in. How did it get... How did he get the $15 million home in Martha's Vineyard, asked Jamie. You don't need to understand rocket science to source the funds of the purchase when you consider Penguin Random House paid a whopping $60 million for the rights to Michelle Obama and Barack Obama's memoirs. So that's how they got the, the house in Martha's Vineyards because they sold their memoirs for $60 million. For conspiracy theorists unfamiliar with this practice, it's called sourcing. Michelle Obama's memoir becoming sold, becoming sold ten million copies within six months. Wow! Yep. Good for her. Obama is yet to release his mom- memoir. The couple also signed lucrative deals with Netflix for the production of seven film series, according to Variety. Wow! Really? Uh huh. Jamie continued, "Father Lord, I'm thanking you that I'm thanking you that every bit of money laundering that is involved in child trafficking." All of that would be exposed. I assure you, God has better things to do than to listen to you lie. There are worse issues facing mankind, Father. I thank you for your exposing all the corrupt book deals. Not only Obama, but Joe Biden and Michelle, said Jamie. Just to be clear here, white evangelical Christians are anti-corporation crusaders haven't raised their voice about Trump not releasing his tax returns three years into his presidency presidency despite oh now it's getting politic I don't uh, oh my god it's getting political I'm not going to talk about Trump we don't have an opinion about that <clears throat> we try to keep this classy um but yeah anyway this jamie, oh yeah that's what we're
0: doing this jamie Our person
1: is classy <laughs> this jamie person <laughs> not me I'm a much better person than this jamie mm-hmm. um prayed on behalf of of all Christians to have Michelle Obama exposed as a man First of all, Michelle that Obama, is absolutely she's stunning. Is beautiful, and just because she's fit and she's got like ripped arms, does not They're make not, her not, a not man. They're rich. not even that ripped. They act like she's like looks like a fucking linebacker, I and know, she I doesn't. I don't understand that. She I don't. doesn't, and she's beautiful, and she has done so much. And hello. Michelle Obama was like head of a hospital or something in Chicago. The woman is not dumb. She went to fucking Princeton or some shit. Like she went to like. Yeah, she, like she's living together. League, they met in an Ivy League school. So please, you know, quit acting like they should be broke just because they were president. She was with the president for eight years.
0: I know. I don't know. Like they had that. savings. Yeah. So, yeah, they actually made a lot more than when they became when they became you know the first right. lady and you know the president. Right,
1: and she quit her job as head of something at some Chicago medical center to be the first lady, and she did a kick-ass job
0: about it. So shut I liked up. her. I mean, I I'm not I can't speak on politics, but I just always thought she was very um, elegant, and she um, you know obviously she spoke very well. She took her job seriously. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just. I don't understand why everybody is on her for taking care of herself because, you know, she works out and she takes care of her body. And, I mean, that's that's that whole thing about, like, the generation where you shouldn't be fat, but you also can't fat shame. Right. And I don't like the way you're living your life. But we really shouldn't tell people how to live their life. Right. Like, did you ever notice that? It's very contradicted. It's very, very, like, hypocritical, and you don't know what to do with it. So it's like you know, no, you don't want anybody to be fat. Like we were talking about Lizzo last week, you know, or the week before. um, And it's like, oh, well, you know, Lizzo's like heavy, but she's doing her thing and she's, you know, making people feel good about their bodies again. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you should really be taking care of your body. You know what I mean? It's like, well, which one is it? Because y'all can't fuck up, you know, make up your damn minds or whatever. But I think she did a wonderful job as, you know, the As first, first lady. lady, she did. She
1: did fine. Yeah, it's just that the people out there, the cons- white conservatives and all that, they they pick and choose who they want to fuck with,
0: and unfortunately, they fuck with the Obamas.
1: I know. So, what Ugh, you got? So what ridiculous. you got on a non-political level?
0: Oh, I can get very non-political because I like how you're like we try to keep things classy. But yeah, we're not classy. Nobody's ever gonna say that about us. I mean, we could actually. Act I'm a right. fucking lady. Yeah. Now you could dress me up, and you could probably take me to the White House. I won't know how to use all the forks right? at the dinner table. I will not. But I won't cuss. And I can shake hands and I can have, like, a serious conversation. I cannot. So I was raised right.
1: No? I, I cannot. I, I am can. who I am. And I, I like, I, I, I definitely dumb it, like, I, not dumb it down, I tone it down when I'm with Paco's family. Right. I don't cuss as much. Right. Or anything like that. But they do know that, like, Paco's, like, you did good, but... Th- Paco's family is the only. Paco's like you did good, babe. The Pacos is the you only family that I will I will <laughs> get my shit together for. Like I will because they're they're very I, they don't like bad language. They're they're very well. It's not you not being you. It's a level of being respectful, right? And and I think that I can do it for two or three hours with his family. But yeah. take me to the White House, and I'm around all these people, and I have two glasses of champagne.
0: I'm fucking done. Like, I'm telling you how I feel about you and the way you're running the But you know what? Most of the other people are kind of like that, too, though. You know what I mean? Because take, for instance, our boss. Yes. Super elitist. Yeah. She is. She's very elitist. Period. She really is. So, like, if you were to look it up in, the like, the dictionary, it'd be, like, her and, like, Rumsfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. If she ever listens to this, she'd be like, really? Me and Rumsfeld? Really? But, I mean, she has a very interesting take on life. And the way things are, she's very successful. Yep. Um, she's all about like, you know, how do I make my business grow bigger? How And how can I kind of like take you with me? You know what I mean? She's very, very good about all those things. But she's definitely sees things as my children are to have the best of everything. My children are going to be going to private school because what the fuck? Yeah, they need to go to private school. I My mean, children will
1: not have to clean their room.
0: That's why I paid yep, for, that's, Jamie. Yep. <laughs> so I have a house bitch that does that. I'm the yeah. house bitch. And, you know what I mean? And she would prefer probably to have, like, a housekeeper and all those things or whatever. And... I think her life is so insanely crazy that she just doesn't even have time to get one. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I I feel like instead of her wanting to run her basement out, she should just bake that apartment and have a live-in housekeeper.
1: I think that would make her whole
0: entire life easier. She could fire the cleaning company because those... those, That probably would be a good idea, actually. That's probably something we should broach with her. But the good thing about her, though, is when she's in front of people and she needs to do her job, it's like, boom, it's like a switch. You know, she can turn it on and she is the appraiser extraordinaire, you know, I mean, she has got it down to a T. You know, she can go to, like, fancy, you know, dinner places and things like that, and she can flip that switch, and she's going to act a certain way. She gets around us. Yeah, we bring out the worst team of her. <laughs> It's team it's, building. It's team building Here's all the jello shots. shots. And fuck rolls off her tongue extremely easy. So I find myself you know, aligned in that same kind of place. Like, you're going to be able to take me somewhere. I don't know what all the forks are. I'd be able to learn what the forks are. (laughs) I probably don't want to eat it if there's mushrooms on it, like anything you put in front of me. But you're going to be able to take me out to somewhere like that, dress me up and take me out, and I'm going to be on my best behavior. I think it's not just because I'm not who I am. There's a certain level of respect on where you're at. And when you're in some place like the White House, like, that's the highest honor you could probably ever expect. I mean, in terms of you know, being around, like, the President of the United States. I mean, imagine Yeah, that. I'm
1: not in any rush to get to the White House anytime soon. No, no, me neither. <laughs> no, I just,
0: I'm just i just trying to prove the point is that. Kathy, on the other hand, would love to go to the Oh, IM. I know, I know. And then she would come home and be like, oh, my God, the drapes were just, uh, it's ridiculous. Just, the ones that I have upstairs, like, in my linen closet, are so much better than the ones I have at the White House. Like, it's just, she's so funny that like, way. But I thought it was kind of interesting. But this, what I have here, these people will never be at the White House. Why? Well, Why this not? just you this know. just dropped. How much time do we got? Okay, this just dropped on February, on January twenty fourth. Rooster kills owner on way to cockfight. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I was like, what? I'm like,
1: I always forget that. Oh that my god, says. I can picture it in my head, and the song "Rooster," yeah, they say here comes the rooster, rooster uh-huh. is playing in my head because he just got fucking revenge. You should be fucking cockfighting anyway. Oh, it gets better.
0: So I mean, the headline alone is this
1: florida
0: i don't know no and now indian an indian man somewhere i I think so i can't even tell you what his name is it's got like so many consonants i don't even know what to say (laughs) but so it says the bird slashed the 50 year old's throat with blades attached to its claw while trying to escape oh my god i just spit out of my mouth like you ever do that when you have spittle and it just like goes flying out of your mouth like it was impressive i think it landed like three feet away but anyway, yeah, so it says an Indian man died after being attacked by his own rooster on the way to a cockfight last week. And his name's Sara Polly showed up 50, Was slashed to the neck from blades attached to the bird's claws that tried to escape while heading to a competition ring in Pragadavaram, a village wow, I did that really good. You see how fast I did that? Like that that was good. <laughs> I can't do it again though. A village in southern India's a state of Andhra Pradesh. The father of three was taken to a local hospital where he suffered a stroke and died, according to the station. Well,
1: serves him uh, right.
0: Yeah. While cockfighting has been outlawed in India for 60 years, the inhumane sport continues to be an issue, according to India's People for Animals. I'm like, wow, that is They better not have put that chicken down. I don't know. Their instinct to fight, she told the outlet, the people who dedicate them themselves care for them and train them. Wow. That's, like, kind of crazy. Like, they have, like, this instinct to, like, fight them.
1: What
0: are we at here? Fifty two. Okay. Well, it says watching animals slash each other just for human entertainment and gambling is not judged as legitimate enterprise by mainstream people. Mainstream people. Uh, yeah. That yeah, was one that's, too bad. That's cruel, and I hope that guy died.
1: And I, I'm very. He did s- die. I'm. I'm glad he died. And that's very sad. I don't ever want be
0: glad somebody died. But I just can't believe how he died. That's that is crazy. that is a
1: dose of fucking karma. But, oh yeah, but you know, I hope they don't put that rooster down. <laughs> <What was>
0: he? <laughs> but here's what the thing, Mikey, Jesus Christ.
1: Here's the thing. If you are dead, you could always become a ghost, and that's how I'm segueing into this, which is how we're gonna wrap it up. So me and Daniela from Delaware.
0: Um, you just rolled your eyes
1: at me. <laughs>
0: Wait, what is what?
1: You just rolled your eyes at me.
0: Oh no no no, not you. Oh no, what was I just it saw? Mikey? With no, Mikey. I just, the stuff he says, you're like, oh my God.
1: So, um, me and Danielle are from Delaware. Delaware is a very small state. It takes about two and a half hours to drive across the whole thing. Um, but Delaware Online, or only in your posted this article, and it's the, the haunted road trip when you visit Delaware. Yeah. And we're talking about getting that ghost stone,
0: which I'm getting that. Yeah, we have to get that ghost stone. So,
1: apparently, you start downstate. Well, you start somewhat downstate. You start out at Fort Delaware, which is. Delaware City area. okay so it's haunted in Fort Delaware and All right. then you go to from Fort Delaware and it says go have lunch at Crabby Dicks um, but Crabby Dicks, the location that it's at is actually haunted. Is it? it? says the restaurant is locally is located in an old Delaware City Hotel, which is another one of the most haunted building, buildings in Delaware where it is where it is Delaware City. What is it with Delaware City? Don't be surprised if you find orbs and shadows in your photos there. Ghost hunters have logged strange paranormal readings there, too. Many guests are unexplained noises. See objects being moved or flung about. You'll hear many many ghost stories about Delaware. Which goes to, after lunch, head down to the Smyrna Museum. Previously, the building was used as a Civil War recruiting house. Apparently, some soldiers regretted their decision to sign up because they just won't leave. Visitors talk about how they feel watched, see furniture move, and hear unexplained noises and voices. When they're in the museum, these eerie ghosts in Delaware like to linger and tell others of their sad and hopeless fate. Aww. Then, from there, you go to... You make a stop at the Woodburn Governor's house. Now, I've heard about this. Woodburn is the one, one of the most haunted places in Delaware. As many of... Of the most famous Delaware ghost stories, come from this spooky governor's mansion. Nearly every resident in Woodburn Mansion has reported ghost spirits or strange happenings in the house. Luckily, the ghosts of Woodburn seem very friendly, and they keep prefer- and they prefer drinking the owner's wine more than they like to jump out of jump out and scare people. <laughs> and it gives you a link to learn more about it from Woodburns. It's time to head down to the beach town of Lewis.
0: Okay, All right. nearly
1: everyone knows where where this house is located in lewis but did you know about the paranormal history of the home the cannonball home survived the shelling of lewis during the world war of 1812 and apparently some spirits who did not know how oh, did not have now flocked to the house for safety you can hear screams footsteps and voices that have been heard from many many people over the years it's one of the most talked about delaware hauntings if you ask locals for their about their creepy stories this is probably going to be one of them. Huh. Then you can go to Catman's Grave in Frankfurt. That but, sounds pretty cool, right? But so be, it's the name of it. Yeah, be be maybe the end of the road trip if you're not careful. Oh, Catman's okay. Grave, a long cemetery in Frankfurt, is one of the spookiest places to check out our Delaware haunted road trip. The catman, the catman, is the gravekeeper who had cat-like features, watches over the cemetery. Local legends say if you disturb his rest, he'll tinker with your car and you may not be able to leave. This is one of the few haunted places in Delaware that you'll hear about over and over again no matter where you go. i never heard it. Before you head back upstate, take a quick detour to Seaford to see Maggie's Bridge. Maggie's Bridge is on Route 78 in Seaford. It's named after a pregnant woman who died there in a car, car accident. And if you want to summon her ghost, stand on Maggie's Bridge at night and shout, Maggie, I have your baby, <gasps> you'll hear the rustling of the mother trying trying at least to find peace. And then finally, this is so close to us. Lum's Pond is where you'll finish your Delaware Haunted road trip. Hopefully it's dark out by now. I've never heard of anything paranormal at at Lum's Pond, but listen. We dare you to explore Lum's Pond after the sun goes down, but not before reading about the dark history and the ghost of a girl whose screams can still be heard from the swamp trail today. The trail is one of the eeriest haunted places in Delaware, and you can almost feel a sad stillness in the woods on a clear and quiet night. Hopefully, after you visit the most haunted places in Delaware, you'll make it back home with some great ghost stories. You can also modify it to check out just a few places here and there, Bubba, make a weekend. So, the, haunt, the swamp trail? Yeah. That's the trail me and Sally walk on nice days. Is it? That's the trail we work, walk, and I've always felt drawn to that trail, But we've never, I've never felt anything creepy. But me and Sharon got lost on that trail. Like, we couldn't get out. What? Like, we couldn't, we had to, like, walk through some, like, fucking high trees to get to our car. Because we were like, um, we can't get off this trail. No kidding. Yeah. So, I'm thinking,
0: you and I are about to go on an adventure. Oh, my God. You know, it's so funny when you talk about that, though. Because my Memoirs of a Dreamer books, Uh that I started with, is about going out to Lums Pond. Yeah. Because this girl has like this crazy dream and they're like, ah, we're drunk, let's go out there. And, and then they, they find, they find the a body. And they find her. It's probably the girl screaming. and it That's so fine. weird. But we will,
1: we will definitely do that when the weather breaks because that sounds like a good time. That could be like an all day thing. We could actually, you know, go down and spend the weekend at the beach down in that area. And you don't like in. the beach. I like haunted shit. Well, yeah, you like haunted shit,
0: but you're we like, we have to be- get up for the weekend. And you're like, you hate the beach, though. Yeah,
1: but we can go to Ocean City and do the Sandbar Karaoke. It's the best karaoke around, remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, we can do that.
0: Yeah. I haven't done that with you. it been a long, long time. Right. So, Jamie Danielle weekend. Whoop, you know it's weird that you were talking about that, because last night, Christopher was, like, talking to me. We watched, um... Can I just say, like, what is it Yeah, they cut us off on on WMD the other day, because we went over too long. (laughs) Really? Oh, well, it's only 58. But, um, he made me watch Velocipaster last night. Oh, my God. Which is absolutely the most ridiculous thing ever. It's like Charnado, like, stupid. It is, but I think it's purposely done. Yeah. I think, I think that's what it's supposed to be. Like, for instance, like, the guy's parents die in a fiery car crash. And what they do is they just remove everything out of the the scene, and then it inserts, like, writing that says, like, a fiery car crash. Oh, God. (laughs) Like, because they, like, apparently they had a budget of $3,500. Ah. Yeah, so he forced me to watch that, but afterwards he was talking about how haunted our old house was. Yeah. All the things that had happened to him, and he had had so many things happen to him in it, including when he came around the corner once, like, after going to the bathroom, he went to walk into the kitchen, and... My spatula was, like, floating and then dropped when he came around the corner. And he scared the living crap out of him. And I'm like, oh, my
1: God. Yeah, my so, house yeah. in Harmony Woods was haunted by a lady who liked to hang out in the kitchen and move shit around.
0: Really? Uh-huh.
1: But I could see her every once in a while. Like, every once in a while. Because my room was uh, what my mom used as a laundry room. And I had a bed. And it opened up. And when you opened it, it stared right into the kitchen. Right. And at certain times of night, like, I could see her, like, in the kitchen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we had this
0: thing, like the back room we didn't like that back room well i remember that we always it always had a weird feeling about it and it was always cold back there too it was always cold, yes yeah, so it was and like the ceiling was peeling uh-huh. and the walls would peel and it was like the weirdest thing and it was only that room it's fucking weird so nobody liked to go in that room but anyway christopher one night was up playing video games and it was like three o'clock in the morning because of course he's up all night long playing video games and all of a sudden that door opens when he's like shit in his pants he's like telling his friend he was like that door just opened that door just opened oh my god man the door just opened blah 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 right so he comes and tells me the next day and i'm like well let's just shut it and it happened to be a sunday at this point we're going to my mom's house it's every other week and we go to my mom's like let's just shut it and see if it's open when we get back we get back he goes back there to use the bathroom the door's open i was like oh my god not that i haven't had experiences too but he's had a lot Jonathan would constantly, like, are you calling me? Are you calling me? Because he would constantly hear somebody calling his name. Our friend moved in after me because it was a rental. Has had nothing happen to her whatsoever. Granny has had no problems. Nothing. I've asked her a couple times. I'm like, how is that possible? I'm like, so much shit has happened in that house. She's probably just not seeing it. Or he's waiting. I mean, she's lived there, what, a year, two years? No, 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 no. Um, Because it'll be just a year for me in March. And she moved in in May.
1: Maybe they're just waiting for her to get settled.
0: I, maybe, because we were there but there's for there's years. there's
1: also no children in her Like, Jordan is, her daughter is, like, 21. So it could be, you know, the energy of the kids and things like that, that that made it
0: more. I don't know. I had lots of stuff my own self in there. Like, the first time I ever had anything, like, weird happen to me, like, something was, like, holding me down in my bed. And they're like, oh, that's sleep paralysis. And I'm like, I'm telling you what, it was like a hag. But we can talk about that another time. But I just thought it was so neat that you brought that up, because I'm like, well, my house could have been on that one, too. But apparently it's not haunted anymore now that we moved out. Anyway, oh, if shit. you have
1: any ghost stories yes, or absolutely. anything that you'd like to tell us about, you know, how you think we're doing, give us a shout out or an email or whatever the fuck you want to do at <laughs> straightfromthenet at google. Dot, or gmail.com. G- at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I always mess that up or find us on Facebook at straightfromthenet mm-hmm. at
0: Facebook and Danielle, we are on when? We are on the WMLD on Wednesdays at 10 o'clock and we're also on the WMLD on Saturdays at 6 or oh. 7. So, if you want to listen to us and you have an Alexa, all you have to say is, hey, Alexa.
1: Play WMLD. Play WMLD. Simple. If you want to listen and you don't have an Alexa, go to your app store and download the WMLD app, and you can
0: listen to us that way, too. That's right. So, we are going to bid you adieu, and we'll see you next year, or next year, next week. Same time, same bad place. Okay, bye. Bye.